0: Good morning thanks Kim today is our final week of the sermon series on our ECC rule of life and as a quick recap remember these are not rules for life but a rule for life an intentional framework to both guard and guide our lives and help us to live well in God's kingdom now each and every one of us has a rule of life However, most often, it's an unconscious one. We all have a rhythm through which we live our days, and it's forming us. It is shaping who we are becoming. No one drifts into spiritual maturity, no matter how much we wish we could. This is why it's important to set a pattern of communal habits for formation for Christ to be formed in us. By practicing the way of Jesus through a communal rule of life, we are inviting you, us, to an intentional way of life that forms us into the kind of people who Christ, as, that we would live as Christ would live through us. It might be helpful to think of it as a trellis that supports our journey for transformation. Something that sustains us and enables our lives to bear fruit for the kingdom of God. Now, if you remember, our ECC rule of life has five markers. In the past weeks, we have looked at worship and community. We've looked at generosity and service. And today, we're going to finish up with apprenticeship. We've been likening our transformation journey to hiking the Appalachian Trail. With each of these components correlating to the white blazes found painted on trees and rocks to keep us on the path. If we stay on the trail, we move toward our own transformation so that Christ is formed in us. Now, I can't match Pastor Stacy's claim to have walked part of the Appalachian Trail. (laughs) And I definitely can't beat Bill Van Alstyne's hiking record there. All I can say is that I've seen it. However, I did hike the Grand Canyon last February, and it was one of the most sacred, grueling, and worshipful things I have ever done. Now, I didn't see any blazes on either South Kaibab or Bright Angel Trails, but I'm beyond grateful for the people who blazed the path before us and for the others who hiked with me, especially for the friend who had hiked it before who knows me and encouraged me with the right training I could do it I could make that journey Jesus said in John 14:6, I am the way and the truth and the life no one comes to the Father except through me so to stick with our hiking metaphor Jesus came to earth and blazed the way for us to come to the Father he came to show us how to live life in the kingdom A John 10.10 life, a full life, an abundant life. A life that overflows with beauty and harmony. Now, I can't remember a day that I didn't know that Jesus loved me. Even still, my early experience of God and my salvation story stopped short of fully experiencing consistently this abundant life. Mine was more of an accept Jesus in your heart so you can go to heaven. And in between now and then, you need to learn what is right and what is wrong so you can do what's right. Somehow, whether taught or caught, I attached God's love and the stability of that abundant life that He gives to what I did or didn't do. I don't think I'm alone. Thankfully, over the last half of my life, God has been expanding my narrative and deepening my relationship with Him. I have described it as being on a journey from legalism to love. I still believe that there are best practices laid out in Scripture, ways that show us how life works best, things that will cause me to need to repent and to rely on the Holy Spirit as I to live differently as I seek to follow Jesus but I no longer believe that what I do or don't do shakes God's love or even his liking of me I believe once we have confessed and accepted Jesus as Savior and Lord we are never alone he is always in us and with us Available to make all grace abound so that at all times in all things we have all that we need for every good work. We just so often live outside of the awareness of His presence. To live the abundant life. To walk the journey along the transformation pathway is being intentional to be daily aware of God's presence and activity in our lives. To accept the invitation to follow Jesus. Now, one of the most familiar invitations Jesus extends is in Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 to 30, that Kim read for us this morning. We are invited to come to Jesus, to take his yoke, and to learn from him most often when we hear the word yoke in this passage we picture a wooden yoke a physical yoke that attaches the animals together while they plow or pull a heavy load and then we talk about how being yoked with Jesus is how we find rest with him carrying the heavier load and making our burden easier and lighter I have been discovering that there's another possible way to look at this. In first century Judaism, a yoke was a metaphor for a rabbi's interpretation of, and application of the Torah, their scriptures. So every rabbi had a yoke that they expected their students, their apprentices, to learn and to live by. So when we look at it this way, As Jesus' yoke is his interpretation of the scriptures, his way that we are seeking to practice. And when he says his yoke is light, it's in direct contrast to what he says about the other rabbis' yokes in Matthew 23, 4. There he says, They tie up heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on people's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to move them with their finger. There is something very different about Jesus' view of the scriptures than that of those teachers of the law. One difference is that Jesus actually bore the heavy burden on our behalf. So for us, his burden is light. He doesn't place heavy burdens on those who follow him. His invitation to be his disciple, to be yoked with him, brings freedom and obedience and growth out of love, not legalism. Whichever yoke image you prefer, to take his yoke then is to follow Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life, to become a disciple of Jesus, an apprentice in the ways of Jesus, so that we can become like Jesus. Now, have you ever wanted something so much but doubted it would ever be possible for you so much that you didn't tell anyone about it. This was the Grand Canyon for me. We stood at the rim multiple times with many visitors over the years we lived in Arizona and each time overcome by the awe of God's creation I longed to hike down into it to experience it more fully. But I didn't tell anyone. Because of my help, I didn't think I could ever do anything more than stand at the top. I wonder if you've ever felt this way about following Jesus. That there was something, some sin, some shortcoming, some self-doubt, some comparison, some fill-in-the-blank with whatever is specific to you. Something that made you doubt if you could follow him made you doubt that he would invite you to follow him if there is even a fraction of that resonating in your heart i ask you to hear me jesus's invitation to follow him to apprentice him is for everyone and that everyone includes you it's not everyone else He invites you, he invites me, to come and follow him, to be his disciple, to be his apprentice. If you need further proof, just look at the people Jesus called in Scripture to be his disciples. None of them made the grade um, to be a disciple of anyone. To be a rabbi's disciple in that time required being the elite of the elite, It involved many years of intense study and examination, and not many were chosen, but not so for Jesus. He invited the ordinary. He invited the not chosen. He invited fishermen, lawyers, tax collectors, and even a future betrayer. He invited ones with differences so vast it would be hard for them to believe that they would fit in as a disciple. So I invite you, if you're comfortable, to close your eyes and hear the invitation from Jesus directly to you as I read uh, Matthew 11:28 to30 in the message paraphrase. "Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest walk with me and work with me watch how i do it learn the unforced rhythms of grace i won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly this invitation is for you we all have the opportunity to keep company with jesus to accept his invitation to apprentice with him. Apprenticeship with Jesus involves saying yes to the invitation, entering into a personal, relation, personal saving relationship with God through Jesus, but it doesn't just stop there. Apprenticeship with Jesus is a whole life and whole lifelong journey along the path of transformation so that Christ will be formed in us i say it again, apprenticeship with Jesus is a whole life and a whole life long journey along a path of transformation so that Christ can be formed in us for our good, for his glory, and for the sake of others. Part of being an apprentice, practicing the way of Jesus, is being aware of how and what is forming us. Because just as every one of us has a rule of life, we are all being formed by something. Everything we do does something to us. In some ways, the call to apprenticeship is a Romans twelve two call, a call of sacrifice and a call of intentional choice because we are always either being conformed by the world or transformed. By practicing the way of Jesus, we choose to not be conformed by the world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. We posture and our position, and position ourselves so that it is God who is forming us. Now we do this by submitting to a life of apprenticeship to Jesus, to intentionally making a room in our lives to learn grow, and spend time with Jesus as a community and in our personal soul training practices. Not being conformed to this world, but being transformed is another thing that takes intentionality. And while apprenticing with Jesus and choosing to be transformed will require us to do something, as we've been saying, it's not simply about the things that we are doing, it is about and primarily about who we are becoming. Yes, it's a sacrifice in the short run to choose to not be conformed by this world, to choose to follow Jesus in a way that brings about transformation. But in the long run, choosing the narrow way of apprenticeship to Jesus leads to a life of freedom and peace that the world cannot offer. Now, I will warn you, as Dallas Willard said, apprenticeship is not a spectator sport. If any of you, if you know any of my story, you know I don't believe apprenticeship with Jesus guarantees a life of ease or one without suffering or struggle. What it guarantees is God's presence with us and that grace that can abound, giving us everything we need For life and godliness. This is why we need to apprentice with Jesus. It is only God who can provide what we need and change how we live. Apprenticeship is where we learn to be loved so we can love, where we find forgiveness and hope. Apprenticeship is where we learn to live like Jesus, where we receive God's peace that is different than the world can give. Apprenticeship is where Christ is formed in us so that we can live differently than the world around us. Apprenticeship is the foundation where we can stand so we can bring light to the darkness and calm and kindness to the chaos. Let's circle back to our hiking metaphor into the Grand Canyon again. Standing at the top of the canyon versus hiking into the canyon is like the difference of knowing about God and knowing God, experiencing him. One can see the majesty at the top and respond in awe and wonder. However, it doesn't compare to what with actually getting on the trail and hiking in. If we aren't careful, we can hijack our spiritual journey. Stopping at the first step of entering the kingdom of God, stagnating there without truly following Jesus and the ways of the kingdom. Practicing the way of Jesus, being an apprentice, is more than simply identifying as Christian because we've been saved and are going to heaven when we die. The invitation into God's kingdom is much richer than that. The invitation is to become like Jesus, to be his apprentice. Now, I don't think that Bill Van Alstein just one day started hiking the Appalachian Trail. I think he set an intention to hike it. He trained, and he continues to train for each new segment of the trail. And I can guarantee you accepting the invitation to hike the Grand Canyon with my friends definitely required me to train. Taking apprenticeship to a practical level includes a process of training our souls. It means choosing to engage in practices that will shift us from being conformed to the world to being transformed by the renewing of our minds and our lives. Now, don't worry, I'm not going to prescribe a specific plan. I have no intent to propose anything close to a yoke of legalism i don't pretend to know where you are in your journey with jesus or what you need most to grow in your walk with him besides there is no perfect formula that we can just check the boxes and be like jesus apprenticeship is personal and the practicalities of it look different for everyone actually it looks differently in each of us at different life stages and different stages in our journey with him Hopefully, as we move further into living out our rule of life, we will learn how to establish habits and intentional rhythms around our everyday routines that help us to be intentional about practicing the way of Jesus. Today, I'm simply going to offer a question and two broader categories that in my own journey and companioning with others on theirs, I have found to be essential. Here's the question. What does it look like for me to be with Jesus today, He is always with you, so this is more a question of awareness and intentionality. The two areas, Scripture and Prayer. I love sharing D.L. Moody's quote that God did not give us His Word to increase our knowledge, but to change our lives. Yes, it will increase our knowledge, but time in his word especially as apprentices to Jesus should change our lives and prayer we can overcomplicate it but prayer is simply being in a conversation with God prayer is being with God so engaging in scripture and prayer are two habits we need to include in our apprenticeship journey what these practices can look like is something each of us needs to explore with God because the beauty of being in a love relationship with God is that it looks differently for everyone. To help in your exploration, we have been creating and curating resources to engage in scripture and prayer that you can find at ecclife.net soultraining. By definition, to apprentice with Jesus is to spend time with him to become more and more like him. In my opinion, the best place to discover who Jesus is, to know Jesus, is in the first four books of the New Testament. Because of this, we are creating audio gospel readings that we will share during Lent this year. So if you would like to receive prayer and reflection prompts and gospel readings on your phone during the season of Lent, please text the word Lent, to the number 833-400-1168 to sign up. You can also use the link in the Bible app or a digital bulletin, and this isn't the only time you'll hear about this opportunity. Um, If you'd like the prompts emailed to you instead, let the office know. Now, this is just one option of a way to engage with God through His Word. The ideas and options are limitless. So, I encourage you to simply keep asking the question, what does it look like for me to be with jesus today what does it look like to be in his word today what does it look like to be with him to talk with him today so what is your next step on this apprentice journey maybe your your first next step toward apprenticeship to jesus is enter to enter into a saving relationship with him Or maybe your next step is to just commit to be intentional about your walk with Jesus, maybe including a new scripture or prayer practice in your day. Wherever you are, God sees you, and he loves you, and he will meet you where you are, continuing to welcome you into a deeper relationship with him. Now let me share one last Grand Canyon photo. This one is of our group. I didn't hike the Grand Canyon alone. And we aren't traveling this path of transformation alone either. This journey can be difficult at times, especially when we undertake it as isolated individuals. But we are never meant to carry the weight of the walk alone. Our group set out with the same goal. To hike down to the bottom of the Grand Canyon and to make it back out again. (laughs) And to treasure every step of the journey, enjoying the majesty of God's beauty and creation along the way. What we didn't try to do was to stay together the whole time. We recognized that we were all going to hike the Grand Canyon in our own way and at our own pace. We ranged in age from 21 to 60s. We knew that some of us, frankly, were in better shape than others. Some had more hiking experiences. Some had injuries or health challenges to navigate. Some had more motivation, and some of us, frankly, questioned our ability to complete the journey. In spite of what you might assume, age didn't play in. The youngest and the oldest were the first ones to the bottom and the first back to the top. But regardless of the length of time it took, we all completed the journey. I share all of this, hopefully, to encourage you. The invitation to apprenticeship is an invite to take the next step in your own spiritual journey. No one else's. There is no one-size-fits-all program to apprenticeship. There is simply an invitation to practice the way of Jesus as you can, not as you can't. Together, we can become apprentices of Jesus, supporting and encouraging one another along the journey. So, yes, this is the final week of the Practicing the Way of Jesus sermon series, but it is not the end of our commitment to be intentional about practicing the ways of Jesus together. In partnership with the Holy Spirit and one another, we will keep seeking to accomplish our mission to become a community of people who know God, follow Jesus, and pursue God's purposes in the world by engaging the ECC rule of life as a community of faith and as individual followers of Jesus. Our rule of life has the five distinctives. These five distinctives are areas in which we see God at work in those of us who call ECC home. We believe they are key to having Christ more fully formed in us, and we envision the kingdom impact they will have in our lives, congregation, and community as they become more deeply embedded in our ECC culture. This week's e-letter article goes deeper into these five distinctives, and I encourage you to make time to read it. Choosing to live by this rule of life, practicing the way of Jesus together, will require sacrifices at times. In my experience, the sacrifice of apprenticeship, of choosing a posture and a position of discipleship to Jesus, only makes sense it only works when it is offered out of love so adopting our ecc rule of life will involve apprenticing with jesus together it will be committing to be transformed and ever transforming by the power of the holy spirit together it will be receiving the deep deep love god has for us together It will be growing in Christ so that his love flows in and through us together. It will be practicing the way of Jesus, yep, together. It won't be about something amazing we do. It will be about something beautiful we are becoming together. Would you pray with me? God, we thank you for the invitation to follow you to be your apprentice reveal to us what it means to be available to you show us what it looks like to be with you today and in all our days amen